0: but it's something about that King James that's good for revelation hallelujah and I thank you I got the King James right here but see that's just another sign of how we get complacent you switch over to that other version because it's easier to understand it maybe it ain't always supposed to just be easy to understand maybe you got to do a little study maybe you got to go and dig a little deeper hallelujah maybe you got maybe you got to put maybe you got to go and buy some extra resources glory because God wants you to spend a little bit more time than you are doing. Hallelujah, because how do you know the person that translated it know what they're talking about? Amen. Amen. I'm not saying they don't, but how you know they do? The Hallelujah, put in a little word, glory, because ultimately, whatever God is trying to say to you is going to come from him. He's going to make them words come up off that book. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I'm in the book of Revelation on today, 2 verses 1 through 5, glory. And it reads unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, These things, he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, and who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them. Which say they are apostles and are not, and has found them liars, and has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so I had intended. I'm sitting there in and, and, and jury duty, and I'm studying. I'm reading, and I intended like to type out this old long sermon on my phone because I'm bored and explain to y'all the seven stars and the seven candles and all of that. And and God was like, "I'm not. You're not reading that for that. You reading this for you. I'm talking to you right now. Stop trying to turn this into a sermon, right? See, it's easy to preach to other people. He say, "Stop trying to turn this into a sermon, your type of way." Hallelujah, this word is for you. Hallelujah. Right? And so I will tell you that in my study, in that first verse it says, unto the angel of the church. And in my study, and I don't know if y'all know, but angel means messenger. So some people, some scholars believe that that angel, when he says, say this unto the angel of the church, he's talking to the messenger of the church. Mm -hmm. That John is talking to the pastor of the church right you say say this unto the messenger of the church he that hold talking about Jesus he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand and who walk in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks if you read the first verse you'll realize that the seven golden candlesticks are the churches and so throughout time glory there are always going to be seven types of churches right? Y'all stay with me now. They're gonna be seven types of churches, and as I began reading, I began seeing that I'm, I, I'm right now in my life, this stage of my life that I'm that I'm in, I'm following in this, this this first church category in this church of Ephesus, right. And as I read, right, the Lord talking, it starts off good. It says, right, he he's talking to me now. I don't know if y'all follow this category, but he's talking to he's talking to me. He says, I know thy works. He said, I know what you do, son. He said, I know thy labor. Right? I know your patience. I see what you're doing with your people. I see what you're doing with your congregation. Right? He says, I know how you all how you cannot bear them which are evil. If y'all know anything about me, that's why I don't have a lot of friends. Because I don't like foolishness. Amen. I don't want to be with wrong stuff is. I don't have time and patience for that. Right, he says, I know that. I know that you cannot bear them which are evil. Right, he says, and I has tried them which say they are apostles. Right, y'all wonder why I don't go nowhere. Y'all wonder why I ain't in no in, in no in no pastor group in no church clique. Right, all these people walk around talking about they apostles and, and and having programs and and and, and, and putting out church lives like they run a club. Right, right. Right, and, and, and I had got to the point where I had got to the point where I'm trying not to see evil in church people, right? I want to believe with my heart that most of the people yeah. out there are good, yeah. but the Bible tells me to try the Spirit by the Spirit. Yeah. When you live for God, you can't do everything. Yeah. I'm going back to my first love. I'll go, if I have to go, yeah. by myself. Amen. I'm not looking to join up with people. You may say, Pastor, what about fellowship? He's, my, my pastor You say you'll know your brother and sister. Right? When Sister Stephanie walk in the church, glory, there's a good feeling. I ain't gotta know all her backstory. Amen. Right? I want to be around the people of God. Yeah. I don't want to be around you because you call yourself a Christian. He's talking to me. He said, I see he right, he's son, I see you. I see your works, I see your labor, I see your patience, I see how you don't like evil. I see how you stay away from people who call themselves apostles, but they are not. You found them to be liars. Glory. Glory. I done heard too many horror stories about how these pastors treat folks. What am I going to waste my time for? What am I going to waste my time for? If somebody pulls be around me, God going to bring them around me. Hallelujah. He going to put me in a position. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's the thing. That's the thing. You ain't got to call yourself something for somebody to see you as that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Too many people advertising what they are. How about you just live it? How about you just live it instead of advertising who you are? Hallelujah. That third verse says, and has borne and has patience for my name's sake. Lord knows I have. Because I'm going to tell y'all, I would have been up doing a tile by now. But for his name's sake. Hallelujah, I would have been like this this whole, I guess this last month, just realizing how tired I am. And and the thing that I'm telling y'all that has made me tired is ministry. And I'm not saying that because in a bad way. I'm saying that because I was trying to do ministry in my own strength. Not that I was doing anything wrong. I hope this is making sense to y'all. Not that I was doing anything wrong, Glory, but I'm just moving and moving. You know, you can just be busy. You can just be busy for no reason. Amen. So some of y'all might say, "Well, why they well, why they switch up? Why they switch up praise and worship today?" Cause I cause I changed something that one didn't need fixing. You, this ain't gotta be no production. We ain't gotta have lights in the background to praise God. Amen. 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 We just gotta make a joyful noise. <laughs> We just gotta stand to our feet. We just gotta clap our hands. Yeah. We may, we make, we make things. We been doing extra. And that ain't even the extra that God wants. If you ever been in a relationship, right? If you ever been in a relationship with a person and you ask them, I want you to wash the dishes. But instead of washing the dishes, they gonna cut the grass. Right? And then they get mad at you. Y'all say, What pastor? Then they get mad at you. Right? Because you don't tell them thank you for cutting the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? If I cut the grass for you to prove that I love you. I didn't ask for that. Yeah. I asked you to wash the dishes. Yeah. I asked that that's that's my love language. That's what I want from you. That's what makes me happy. That's what moves me. Not not you cutting the grass, I want you to wash the dishes. We gotta remember. The reason we fell in love with Jesus in the first place. And if you don't know that reason, you ain't in love. You ain't in love. You know about him, but you're not in love with him. Hallelujah. When you're in love with somebody, it even hurt a little bit. Right? It hurt when you let them down. It hurts when you're far away from them. It hurts when you don't talk to them. Right? And even though God is alive, sometimes he feels dead to us when we lose a person. When it feels like they're dead to us or they far away and they're not coming back, it hurts when you're in love. If you going through your life and it ain't a little hurt in there mixed in while you loving Jesus, you don't really love them. When you love somebody, it hurts when you you hurt when they get hurt. When you think about the cross, it hurts you a little bit. Right? When you think about the cross, it might bring a tear to your eye. Right? When you think about how much somebody else loves you, it brings an emotion out of you. Right? God say, son, I see. I see how you have just born. Born just means to like just label with people. How you have patience for my name's sake. How that has labored and has not fainted. Glory. I'm still here. I'm telling you all this, but I I, I ain't gave up. I ain't throwing in the towel. I don't plan on throwing in the towel. I plan on running on and seeing what the end is going to be. Right? I don't plan on throwing in the towel. God say, I see all of that, son. I see. He says, nevertheless. And y'all need to figure out. He done showed me what my nevertheless is. You got to figure out what your nevertheless is. Nevertheless. He said, I have something against you. You done strayed away from your first love. And I read that. I I said, God, Lord, help me. Help me. I don't praise you like I used to. I don't shout like I used to. I don't cry like I used to. I don't read like I used to. right. And I still, like, all of those things I do, I shout every now and then. I read almost every night. I read a chapter. I open up my phone. I read. I pray with my wife every night. I'm in church every Sunday. I go to Bible study. I pay my tithes and offerings. But all of those things, I don't do them like I used to. (laughs) I don't do them like I used to. And I'm saying used to. Have y'all even started? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That fifth verse, it says, remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Hallelujah. God just described, John just described it. The, the, the messenger just described it. He says, remember from how far you have fallen. When you, when you go away from your first love, he just called it falling. Falling. We don't be realizing that you st- you slowly falling away, yeah. right? We just we talk we talk about our fires dying out like that's nothing. Like man, my fire died out. I gotta get my fire back. I bet you if you was in Antarctica and your fire died out, you would have a little more sense of urgency <laughs> to get your fire going, yeah. Yeah. right? But we we just say it so casually. My fire. It's dying out, and that's why, you, that's why you see the emotion on today, because I don't want it to. Amen. I don't want it to. And now that he's given it back to me, glory. Amen. And I honestly say, Lord, I, I feel like my fire has been dead for the last three years. I, I can say that. I feel like it has been dead for the last three years. I feel like I, since we came to Albany, I've been going through the motions of church trying to figure out how to make this work. How to make this small room work. How to make these musicians work. How to make this ministry work. How to make this live stream work. How to make all this stuff work. But Jesus like, I never stopped working. Why did you do Why I never stopped being me. I never stopped being me. Just because you went from Americans to Albany, I never stopped being God. I never stopped. So why did you stop? And then we wonder why we feel the way we feel. You need power. You need power. He said, remember from where you have fallen and repent. Lord, I repent today. I repent. Hallelujah. I repent. Remember from where you fall and repent and do the first works. Watch this now. Or else. Y'all better get it together. He say, or else I will come quickly and I will remove that candlestick out of his place except I repent. Right? You talking about your fire dying out like God is obligated to give it back. Y'all gonna let y'all stuff get so low that it never come back on. You gonna let your, you your, your, your gonna be like one of them ten birds? You gonna let your oil get so low that when he comes back, you're not going to be ready. Because you're thinking you're ready when you're not. Lord, Lord. Glory. Thank you, Lord. He says in the 6th verse, but this thou hast, and thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hated. So that group is basically just a group that tried to come into the church and cause mess. Right. He said your church does a good a good job of, of stopping out foolishness. Right. But even when you're doing all of these things and God still got a nevertheless next to your name. Right. I understand that no matter what you're doing, if God got a nevertheless next to your name, then you got to make that thing right. Every spot, every wrinkle. Somebody might be saying, Pastor, that's impossible. Glory. Anything is possible with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm never, I never, I might not ever be perfect on this side, but that ain't going to stop me from trying. It's not going to stop me from trying to give him my best. The seventh verse says, and then I'll be done. The seventh verse says, and he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, right? To him that overcometh. Will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. I'm trying to overcome. Right. I'm trying to get back to where I started. Y'all, when I first started, when I first got saved, I was so on fire for Jesus. My family thought I was in the cold. I called out every wrong thing in my family. I'm calling out my grandma, my auntie. Y'all mind you, I'm 24 years old. I'm calling everybody out. Everybody got to get right. Everybody going to hell if you don't get right with Jesus. That's how I was living my life, right? My friends thought I was crazy. Nothing I did made sense to anybody, but I loved Jesus so much, it didn't matter. I got to the point where I would cry, I would fall out, I would run, I would shout. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And I'm trying to figure out when I got so far away from that. When did I get so far away from that? I challenge every man in here, amen, to strengthen your relationship with the Lord. Because we have this thing, we have this, this pride in us that won't let us let go. And you wonder why, right? Society will make you think it's strict, just men just don't live as long. Hallelujah. You wonder why. You wonder why. You can't carry the weight. You can't be the head and not have no power. Amen. How are you going to carry the weight of your family? How are you going to carry the weight of your family and you cracking on the inside because you won't praise God? Oh, I told I asked Brother Ryan this week. I say, what's the shortest verse in the Bible? He said, Jesus wept. And he got excited because he knew it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God for it. He said, Look at night. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God for it. But I, I say that, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. But I say that because I told him, I say, if Jesus can cry, why we can't? If Jesus can show emotion, then why we can't? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I encourage y'all on today. As I close, I encourage y'all. I encourage y'all. Glory. To go back to your first love. Right? To go back to it. And, and, and if and if you have, if you, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then maybe you haven't experienced it. I remember when he saved me. I'm talking about saving me for real. Not saving me in my mind save me. Not, not save me in my mind save me, but when I actually felt a change in my soul saved me. Like, I want to be different. I don't want to be the same. I don't want this to be about me and what I think and me coming up with a plan on how to make my life better. I remember when he saved my soul, saved me. And the things I used to do, I didn't want to do no more. The way I used to be, I didn't want to do anymore. And if that cost me everything, it just cost me everything. And so that's where I'm getting back to. today. That's where I am. Ain't no getting back to. Me. That's where I am on today. That's where I am on today. I don't want to stand before him and he say, nevertheless. I don't want to stand before him and say, I, but I, I saw that, but I have this against you. It's only two churches in Revelation that did well out of seven. It's only two in here out of the seven that actually did what they were supposed to do. That God didn't have a I need you to clean that up. Two out of seven. The mars ain't good, y'all. You better check yourself. If you are the temple of God, you better check yourself. Does he have a does he have a nevertheless on you today? Stop stop thinking you've done all you can. You ain't did all you can till you get up on the cross and die for the sins of the world. You ain't did all you can yet. You ain't did all you can for your spouse. You ain't did all you can for your kids. You ain't done all you can. You got to put everything in the hands of the Lord. Everything in the hands of the Lord. Amen? Amen. 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 Y'all come on and give the Lord. <clears throat> hand the place. I'm going to say a little bit of this. Jesus be